So going into this, how early does Gabe get there? Or is he fashionably late? Uh, he definitely wants to be on time. He's a good 15 minutes early. Nice. So once you get up past the security, uh, you, know, you show him your ID, you prove that you're kindred, all that jazz. Uh, you wander around the prince's hallway for a few minutes or so before uh, the door to her office opens and she appears. Prince Tabitha is dressed to the tens. She's wearing a very elegant dress complete with uh, a diamond jewelry set of a um, you know, bracelet, necklace, earrings. Very bedazzled. <laughs> bedazzled? Like with a bedazzler? Sorry. Ooh, no, because that would be <laughs> tacky to her. But that's something that I love. Um... <laughs> No, she's just very shiny. Okay. Uh, she looks at you, Gabe, and gives you a very warm smile. Oh, hello. You must be uh, Gabe, right? Here for the interview. Uh, yes, uh, madam. That That is me. Good evening. Good evening. So lovely to make your acquaintance. Uh, she offers you her hand. Gabe will uncomfortably and a little bit jerkily reach out his hand to shake hers. She shakes it and uh, escorts you inside. Uh, it's a very beautiful office with uh, bookshelves and file cabinets and a very beautiful, ornate Rococo uh, desk set. Nice. She takes her place across from you uh, and opens up a file with your name on it. Uh, looking through, she clears her voice or she clears her throat and uh, looks at you. Gabe, so lovely to officially meet you. I hope getting here was all right. Uh, yes, no, no worries. I, uh, I, I was very uh, careful to uh, get here on time. Oh, good, good to hear it. Uh, so first off, going into this, uh, please. So, sorry, may, may I sit oh. down? Oh, <laughs> yes, of course, please. Okay, Gabe's gonna sit down. I love that. Perched very gently on the seat. <laughs> Like, if he could, he could stand up at a moment's notice if need be. She smiles at that and uh, continues on. So, first and foremost, can you please tell me about your embrace and how it shaped you as a kindred? Well, uh, there was this, uh, this uh, woman, you see, who started showing up to Saturday evening uh, church and... Uh, well, we got to talking a while, and she needed some counseling, and so I offered to cancel her, and uh, turns out she was uh, trying to uh, bring me under her wing rather than the reverse, I suppose. Um, and she ended up embracing me. Um, it was a little awkward. I'm not going to lie. I was not expecting that at, uh, one bit. Uh, and... She, uh, well, I guess she was trying to get me to just be, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, this sounds crude, but I mean, she, she wanted me to be a butcher, just turn that church into a slaughterhouse and, uh, let all the, those good God-fearing Christians, uh, well, be drained of all them, all their life. I just could not put, do that, and, uh, we really did not, did not get along. That was, that was an ugly business, and, uh, yeah, I guess... I'm very uh, wary of other kindred because of that experience. She nods. That's completely understandable. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Unfortunately, 
not every kindred gets an easy embrace, but I hope that you're able to work past it and see the better side of our society. Well, there certainly are many sides to it. She uh, nods again, jots something down in the file. Now, uh, next question. What did you do before your embrace, and has that changed since? Well, like I said uh, before, uh, I was a pastor um, um, down at uh, Third Baptist on uh, 17th Street. Um, I'm still a pastor there. Uh, my duties, however, have changed to encompass more of the evening services, things like that. I do not go to Sunday church anymore, not Sunday morning church, that is. Sunday evening, there is a, there's a little get-together, but that's it's a small one. Most, most people come on Wednesday night or, or Saturday night. So I, it's strange some, my schedule mostly, that's about it. She looks very surprised. So you're a man of the cloth. Good to know. Well, well yes, I, yep. Another question for you then. How do you feel about your clan since you've gotten embraced and your place inside of it? Well, uh, I feel like I'm walking on thin ice here a little bit. Uh, so I, I'm a member of Clan Vantru. Uh, and uh, not to cast any aspersions or, or anything, ma'am, but uh, I, I see a lot of, I mean, the other kindred that I know of, of Clan Vantru, they, I mean, all they want is power. They just want to control people. And that just, that just don't sit right with me. Just, it, it just makes me sick. They just want to control people and take over their lives and turn them into slaves. And that is just wrong. As for the Camarilla, well, I mean, what are the options? I mean, there's Camarilla. They want to make sure that uh, killing doesn't go public. And then there's, uh, oh, what are they called again? I always forget. So many names in this. Uh, oh, come on. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very new to vampire society. A lot of these things, I just, I, I cannot remember all the names all the time. The, the sabbat, that was it, the sabbat. Um, well, they just want to murder everyone, just like openly. So it's a choice between secretive murder or open murder. I guess I'll go with secretive murder, but I don't like that. I suppose the, I feel like I can be a conscious dissenter within Camarilla, more so than sabbat, but that's what all I can say. I'm not happy with it, but I'm just a little man. I think we found your botched presentation, my dude. <laughs> she looks very disappointed in that. It kind of jots a few more things down. I'm really sorry that you feel that way about, first of all, Clan Ventru, she gestures to herself, as well as the Camarilla, but hopefully you come to find that we are the better of the two options. Uh, some would argue that Anarchs are a third, but well, I honestly don't think that they would ever really amount to much. They'd just turn into a slightly more secretive Sabbat. Well, it's really, it's option A or option B or option of not taking an option. That's the way I see it, so. She nods. That's fair enough, I suppose. Uh, another question for you then. What do you feel are some of your biggest strengths as a kindred? Well, 
just by my personality, I I'm very influential. I I, I have some strength in uh, in the ability to influence other people, uh, whether that be individually or on mass, as it were. Um, and I again I I don't like it, but it kind of comes with the territory. I I am able to to dominate people on occasion, although I'm not, I don't uh, practice that one too much. As for, I would say, my strongest point, I, as it may or may not be uh, clear by now, I am a, a true believer in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, um, who died for our sins. And I, really for me, that's the lens through which I view the entire world, is try to be Christ-like. So I feel like that's my strongest point there. Otherwise, oh, let's see here. Uh, I guess we can go on to weaknesses. I, uh, in terms of uh, vampiric things, uh, well, maybe you can tell my my fangs are are not particularly uh, sharp. They're they're quite dull. They're they're basically just big teeth, uh, slightly bigger teeth rather. Um, and I really got a very soft heart. I, I cannot abide watching people be harmed. Uh, what else have I got? Well, I uh, I really try as much as I can to abstain from the consumption of, well, blood. Um, but when I do, I uh, I only I only take from God's chosen, from truly believing Christians. Um, I, I, I will not take from anyone else. Uh, and this last one, okay, well, I'm very new, for one thing, so I, I don't know people, I don't have the connections that people like yourself uh, may have, uh, but the, the last one, this may sound a little silly, and really, it, it, it don't mean a thing, but I just really don't like garlic. It's nothing to do with, with being a vampire, it's, I just, I don't like it. I've got sensitive taste buds, I've got sensitive uh, sense of smell. I just really don't like garlic. That that is way too strong for me. <laughs> I think that about wraps everything up. Amazing. I love it. Um as you start talking about your strengths, she seems very intrigued and, you know, very open. But as you like literally the second you say as for weaknesses, she looks incredibly surprised. Uh because yes, that was a question she was going to ask, but the fact that you volunteered so readily uh, kind of makes you stand out a bit to her. She uh, writes that down in your file and uh, continues to you just kind of nod along. You can tell she's uh, a little closed off. Her body posture is just crossing her arms, turning away from you a little bit. Uh, and when you get to the garlic part, she seems truly bewildered. Uh, par pardon me, Gabe, but you're aware now that you're kindred, you you can't eat anymore, correct? Like you, the the garlic isn't an issue, like that. That's a, that's strictly like for the living. Well, I can still smell that, and I just cannot stand that smell. Ugh. She's looking at you like you have two heads, but uh, <laughs> nods politely and just straightens herself up a bit. Well, okay, well, moving on, I suppose. Do you have any strengths that aren't related to your powers as a kindred? Do you, would you say you uh, 
are proficient in something from when you were mortal? Well, relatively. You know, I'm, I'm a people person, so uh, I, I do well with, with, with people generally, um, either one-on-one, uh, you know, in individual relationships, or, um, you know, public speaking as a group. I mean, I am a minister, so I'm used to preaching, um, Sunday gospel, all of that. And uh, I, I don't mean to be, oh, what's the word? It sounds full of myself, but I, I, I can, I can give a good speech. I can get a crowd to, I wouldn't say be rowdy. I, I can rouse a crowd is maybe the better word for it. Um, and I, I do hold some sway within my congregation. I mean, I've not that I've been there for long. I'm, I'm not very, uh, well, I'm relatively young as a minister, but. I do hold influence there. People know me. I know the people. They're good people. Good. Good to hear it. Uh, as a Ventru, uh, yeah, I guess that comes naturally to you. Well, it's all about using what I have to do the best in the world that I can do. She gives you a very soft smile at that. Uh, another thing, I guess, moving on. As a, someone who believes in God as a Christian kindred, would you say your faith has impacted your nature as a vampire? She does air quotes. Or vice versa? Well, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, all of my exposure to uh, kindred society thus far has, well, it's exposed a lot of people who are very unchristlike, And I, I do my best to follow the path of Christ. Um, on occasion, I, I do try to uh, push others around me to do so as well, although I, I recognize that I do not hold much influence within this, uh, this society that we, to which we both belong, uh, not at this juncture at the very least. Um, as for the impact of my condition on, on my, my faith, well, it certainly has led me to see everything in a new light. Uh, I, I won't lie, I was very, uh, I had some dark times right after I was embraced, but it got better. I kind of figured out how to reconcile the two. You, did you know, there, there's, a, there's an ancient uh, group of Christians in, in Anatolia, uh, that, that's in Turkey nowadays, um, but in Anatolia, they uh, an ancient group of Christians who they would actually have a form of, for lack of better words, ritual cannibalism. Uh, and of course, this was denounced by several of the uh, various uh, church councils that were called back in the, you know, 400s or whatever. Um, but I don't know how wrong they were. You know, maybe they that was a group of kindred there who were doing doing the best they could to be right by by Jesus and uh, also, you know, survive. Because after all, we have to, uh, we are slaves to our bodies in a certain way, so. She nods in agreement. Yes, that makes sense, I suppose. That's a very interesting way of looking at it. Back to business, I would like to ask you, why do you think I should hire you over any other kindred? What is something that only Gabe can bring to this? Well, I overall, I would say I'm a peaceful soul. 
So, if you are looking for a uh, a less violent resolution to this this uh, this issue, uh, I I would be your man for one, or not man. I don't know. Am I a man? well? That's another question for another time. Uh, I I try to do things clean, and you know if if you bring me on, I'll. You can trust me to do the right thing. You know, I, I am a good Christian man. I do what is necessary. I'm an honest man. I'm a good man. That's all I can say, really. She gives you a bit of a questioning look at that, but nods and writes a few more things down. Uh, she turns for a moment, just kind of reflecting before coming back to you. Uh, now, Gabe, I think we're close to done here, but one last thing. Is there anything else I should know about you? And when she says that, her voice turns icy and her eyes get cold, like almost glazed over, and she just kind of stares directly into your own eyes, and it's, it sends shivers down your spine. Well, uh, I don't believe so, ma'am. I... As I've said, I'm a very honest man. I, I feel like I've been very forthright uh, with you tonight. I, I ain't got nothing to hide. So, may, may I go now, please? Are we finished? She she nods and uh, stands up, walks over to your side of the desk, and uh, escorts you out slowly. Well, Gabe, thank you so much for coming and answering all of my questions. I, I really appreciate your time and the fact that you're interested in this. Uh, do, do you have any questions for me before you uh, before you leave? Uh, no, ma'am. Th- thank you for your time. Of course. I'm, I'm more than happy to, to give it. Please have a lovely night and stay safe on your way home. Uh, she gently closes the door and leaves you out in the hallway. Gabe is nervous. He's like shaking. I think he runs his his fingers through his hair a couple times, just pats down his clothes, walks away slowly, but not too slow. He wants to get out of here. So when would you say Patrick shows up to the interview? On time, a little early, a little late? What's his Uh, style? I think Patrick is like a blue collar worker. So he's used to like just going to a series of interviews and getting rejected. So he's just like, just in case he's going to get there, like not super early, like probably like five to 10 minutes early, just so he gets a good uh, view of the place and knows where he's supposed to go beforehand. Because I, I don't think looking clueless on like a dumbass is what he intends. Uh, so so uh, uh, he's he's gonna arrive like five minutes early and just like wait by by whatever he's supposed to be waiting. Okay, so you get there and uh, after showing your identification, proving your kindred, all the red tape nonsense. I the... I, 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 I show my fangs. 
as necessary, <laughs> as required. The guards do allow you to go up the elevator to the prince's office, and you wander around, you look at the beautiful floral arrangements, some of the pictures she has on the wall of scenery or of people, uh, before you hear the door in the hallway open, and before you stands Prince Tabitha. She's very elegant, very classy, dressed to the tens for this. Oh, damn. What's Patrick wearing? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so Patrick is wearing his formal attire, which means um, his least stained white shirt. <laughs> Over that is like a, a a comfortable flannel. That's like actually that that one is actually well taken care of. He's wearing dark jeans and work boots. Uh, his clean pair of work boots, actually. And also for this, I do think he has the uh, the little necklace he has with a werewolf fang just like out and in full display. Hmm. Very cool. I, I think it's because like Patrick knows that Gangrel worked through uh, boasting and Brian, so he's never been to a lot of Camarilla, like, city folk stuff. So he's just going to try to mix it up a little, but also kind of work with what he knows. Okay, nice. Um, but speaking of mixing it up a little, I think as as he sees the prince, he gives a slight, like, very clumsily, I I, I think, just bow. Like, just like, <laughs> fold at the waist, like, 45 degree angle, kind of like, more of like, sort of like, between an inclination and a bow, because he's not sure what the etiquette is in this case. Uh, she looks very appreciative at that as she smiles at you. Oh, you must be Patrick. It's so lovely to meet you. Yes, I must say that pleasure is all mine. Uh, she takes her hand and she shakes it. She goes, oh, oh, please. Oh, you flatter me. Oh. She escorts you inside to this very elegant office of bookshelves and like Rococo style desks and chairs. And she goes to her side of the desk, opens up a file with your name on it. And looks up at you. So, Patrick, um, first of all, I hope you didn't have any trouble getting here. Everything went okay? Oh, no, it was fine. Actually, I was surprised to find parking spaces open. <laughs> you know, middle of the city, it's not something I'm used to. Oh, that's, that's completely understandable. We do try to keep some spaces open by any means necessary. She gives you kind of like a look... You aren't quite sure what it means, but... Yes, I, I think Patrick is definitely nervous, but he just tries to smile and says, Nice, that's that's good. <laughs> yes, parking spaces. Parking Every spaces. kindred's top need. Listen, if you have a van, Forget if you blood. have a pickup truck, you need to put it somewhere. <laughs> uh, she looks through your profile and glances back up at you. So Patrick, first off, I'd like to know... More, can you tell me more about your embrace and how it's shaped you as a kindred? Oh, starting out strong, huh? Well, I, I'd say that it was embraced as a gift, though I don't know if I saw it like that at the time. My sire was in a spot of trouble at the time, and I helped him out of it. Uh, and uh, next thing I know, the big cat I was uh, helping out of below a tree. Uh, turned into a full-on person and then just beat me in the neck. So, you know, not entirely uh, expected, I'd say, but it was probably the best thing that happened to me while I was alive. She looks actually kind of surprised at that. Oh, 
So you would say being embraced was one of the better parts of your uh, existence, for lack of a better word. Yes. I, I mean, I think my it, it, it helped me discover a lot of things that I, I didn't know could be done. Also, staying in sort of good physical condition for a while is going to be uh, nice. She nods. Yes, immortality and not aging does have its benefits. Mm -hmm. What did you do before you were embraced? And has that changed at all? Oh, well, I don't think this is going to be a very exciting answer, but I used to work at a logging company as a crane operator, you know, moving logs from the place where they get caught to the tracks was the last position I held there. Uh, after the embrace, I couldn't really keep doing that since it was mostly a daytime hours job. Uh, but I, uh, I had made some friends uh, in the company, so I uh, applied for a position as a night guard. Luckily for me, came to fruition, and I've just been working as one ever since. She nods. That's excellent to hear. It's it's nice to know that you have some sort of uh, employment now. Well, how do you feel about your clan, the Gangrel, and your place inside of it? Uh, at least Patrick kind of, I think, he was kind of like sitting a bit straight and tense up until now. And I think now he's a bit talking about something he's more comfortable in talking about. So he just kind of leans back a little bit more and uh, just relaxes. Uh, and he goes, um, well, the Gangrel, uh, at least, well, the country folk are, we're, we're an isolated bunch. I don't think I have actually seen my sire uh, in five years since the last conclave. Uh, but I do enjoy, uh, you know, swapping stories with them whenever we I meet or cross paths with another one. I, th I think our ideas of, of how to uh, interact with one another are good, you know? It's more of based on merit and what you've done, and I do quite enjoy that. She writes some stuff down in your file and looks back up at you. That's really good to hear. I'm glad that you're enjoying it so far. But how would you feel about being more intact with the Camarilla? How would you feel about interacting with us more? Well, I, I must say, in the, the clan in general seems mostly positive about the Camarilla. Oh, most everything that I've heard is just good things. And the past few weeks I've been living in, uh, in your city have been actually pretty nice. I don't have any complaints. I must say I don't truly know too much about the Camarilla, but I, I look forward to working within it and working for you. She gives you a genuine smile. Oh, that's excellent to hear. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you have some positivity coming into this. Gotta keep an open mind, huh? Oh, very true. That's so refreshing to hear. Uh, moving on, what would you say are some of your greatest strengths as a kindred? Well, I don't rightly know like, the proper names and all, uh, but my sire, they taught me a little bit of uh, the, the stuff he could do, mainly changing my body, like I, growing claws, seeing better in the dark. Uh, I've also noticed uh, that my resilience and like speed uh, in and out of fights was greatly improved after the embrace. Uh, even more than other kindred I've met. Also, I don't rightly know if this counts, but I've been told I'm a bit intimidating to approach, I'm assuming. It's, uh, and that this Patrick kind of like gestures at his face uh, that uh, has uh, more than a, a good number of scars like crisscrossed across it. Uh, I assume it's the scars and the height. Okay, good to know. 
I will admit that you, you did give me a little bit of a fright when I first saw you, but I, I do like your disposition. Uh, now, moving on, I'm sorry, I know no one likes to answer this, but what would you say some of your biggest weaknesses are? Oh, uh, I, I think probably my biggest weakness is that I don't really know much of what's going on here, as I said previously, the Gangrel are pretty reclusive and I've been I haven't been to many meetings with them. So I haven't been able to actually learn a lot about what the situation is, like even in cities like this. I've also I've heard through by my sire that uh I should be careful about uh losing control. Uh he said some traits of the animal might remain if I lose control. I don't really know what he meant, but mm -mm, that's what he said. At that, she kind of cocks her head and looks a little concerned. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you didn't get a formal education, although that is very common for gangrels. I'll be sure to have your teammates fill you in on anything that you need to know. Uh, if they fail to do so, let me know and I'll, I'll try to find someone to help you out. She's scribbling something on a post-it note nearby and uh, placing it on your file. Mm, that'd be much appreciated. I, I, I know I have some catch-up to do in that area and I, I'd actually enjoy uh, some help with that. Okay, well, what strengths would you say you have that aren't related to your powers as a kindred? I've always gone along well with animals, which I know is a bit of a problem for some, <laughs> some kindred I've known. Uh, I know which way to point a shotgun to, you know, not kill myself, which I'd say it's useful. Uh, and I'm extra, I'm very, very, uh, accomplished at tracking and, uh, keeping myself hidden. I've also, even before the embrace, uh, was well-versed on brawling and fighting, mostly hand-to-hand -hand combat. Uh, and that has only, uh, I assure you, increased in the years since the embrace. Going outside of mainly uh, physical stuff, I did take a course on first aid at some point, like some 30-odd years ago, but I still remember most of it. I uh, have, a, as I've stated, a job, uh, so keeping myself uh, afloat is not much of an issue. Uh, I recently bought a house, uh, and as stated, I do have some contacts in that company I work for. That's excellent to hear. You seem like you have a very good head on your shoulders, Patrick. I'd like to see it kept that way. And she gives you a, a soft giggle at that. Uh, Patrick chuckles and says, uh, you and me both, I think. Now, another question that I know some people dread answering. Why do you think I should pick you over any other kindred? What's something that only Patrick can bring to the table? I think Patrick, uh, Lean scene, like kind of like, uh, yeah, he, he sits up a bit straighter because he was like leaned back and he like scratches his beard a little bit and goes, I'm strong, I'm fast, I'm reliable in the fight or, you know, tracking any person you need tracked. Uh, I'll also make sure to do the job and not ask you too many convenient questions about it, which I know some people don't enjoy. And honestly, I... I think I would be a good fit here because 
I, I know I'm, I've been described as not exactly the brightest light bulb, but I, I know what I'm doing in a fight. I, and I know how to get along with people passively well. So I know that I'd be a great addition to any team that works, that you, that you'd, uh, assemble. She writes some more things down. She looks very pleased with that. That's excellent to hear. Now, I just have uh, a, a quick technical question. You are one of the older looking kindred here. Do you think that that would impact your performance at all? Uh, I think at this, uh, Patrick visibly wins us. Patrick's not very good at keeping a lot of feelings under the table when he's not like especially trying to. Um, he kind of winces at that and tries to laugh it off and says, <clears throat> well, it was uh, a bit disappointing, really. Most kindred I've met, as you uh, pointed out, are tend to be on the younger side of things. Uh, luckily for me, the most disadvantages that usually come with old age are kind of superseded by, uh, you know, the, the embrace. I felt I feel stronger and faster and more of a lot. I wouldn't say like, well, more energetic than I've ever felt when I was alive. I must say it did take me a little bit of time to come to terms that I was going to have a five. Uh, I, I was going to have a non particularly well cared for beard for the rest of my own life. But uh, that, there's not much to it. Eh? Well, I'm glad to hear that it doesn't seem like it'll cause any major problems. Mm -hmm. I do think you're a very strong candidate, Patrick. But just one last thing. Is there anything else I should know about you? And with that, her eyes turn kind of like glassy and her voice gets very cold. Uh, I think Patrick gets super caught off guard by this. Um, because I think she did a very good job at putting him in a sense of like security and then this display will just kind of pull the rug from under him. And I think at that moment Patrick kind of looks a little bit like a child in <laughs> school when the teacher asks you, now you know what you've done and you don't know what you've done but you think oh shit I must have done something for them to be asking this. So Patrick kind of racks his brain for a bit. Uh, I think he, he he like takes a full like 30 second stop just thinking about it. Then he looks at the prince and, and, and says, not not to my knowledge, no. Uh, at that, she, like her entire demeanor just snaps back to how it was before. Oh, that's good to hear. I'm so glad. Now, uh, she stands up and comes to your side of the desk, offering you a hand to help you up and slowly escorting you to the door. Is there anything else? Is there anything you would like to ask me, anything in particular, before we say goodbye for the evening? He straightened up, straightens up and tries to, like, at first go for the, oh, there's nothing really. I look forward to working with you. And then he kind of stops himself for a second, cocks his head, and goes, um, are you fully sure that uh, my recentness in joining the uh, the city won't be too much of an issue i uh, uh or uh, in any case if you have any any way you could point me to uh 
remedy uh, any lack of information, even, you know, something I could be doing before I meet the other people would be appreciated. She actually looks kind of surprised at that. Oh, well, I appreciate your gumption for this. Uh, I don't think you have to worry an awful lot about being new to the city or to kindred society as a whole. Uh, another potential applicant who looks very promising, he's pretty new as well. So you two could learn together, but if you want to do some independent research, hmm, she runs back to her desk. I think in the, in the moment in the moment she turns around, Patrick kind of like deflates a little bit. He's been kind of like keeping in the dot god. Uh, trying to like look a bit more impossible <laughs> than he is, <laughs> and then as soon as she does, like, <sighs> kind of like gives a rest, and then as uh, as she turns around, he's like he goes by to like going imposing posture. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She writes some things down on a piece of paper and comes back and hands it to you. You notice it's a a few addresses. Well, these people are all. They work very closely with me. Uh, There's some people in the Tremere. They may not be the friendliest, but they'll certainly be willing to help you. And this one here, this is my uh, one of my barons, and this is another one of my close associates. All of these people are more than more than willing to help you understand your place in kindred society. Uh, if you would like a gang girl specifically, she points to the last name on the list. Uh, He's very skilled. He's one of the uh, better-known gang girls in the area. He might be a little difficult to find, but I'm sure someone like you will have no problem with that. Uh, Patrick, at that smiles. Uh, he gives a nod to the prince and says, thank you very much, my prince. And then remembering that he's kind of awkward half uh about actually had a good reaction. Uh, as he, like, leaves, he kind of, like, does it, like, takes her hand, uh, like, shakes her hand, and then does, like, the half bow again. Thank you, my prince. Oh, you're welcome. I'm always happy to help. Uh, She gently escorts you out the door and uh, waves at you as she closes it, leaving you to leave the building and go back home for the night. I I think, Patrick, as soon as he gets to the car, he just fucking sinks his head on, like, just face plants onto his uh, um, taxon. <laughs> Just regroups uh, <laughs> <laughs> for a second there and then leaves. <laughs> I love that. That's, oh my gosh. 